it'll stop halfway through this. Oh, I don't hear anything now. I don't hear any buzzing. I think it was mine, but I said I just unplugged my power cable and stopped. Okay. So I don't know if there's some feedbacks from another source coming through the power strip or whatnot, and it was causing it was like a faint, you know, buzz Mm -hmm. like somewhere, but now it stopped. So let's let's roll. Okay, we're we're recording. All right. Oh. <laughs> My bad. I thought we hadn't came on the air yet. No, I hit the record <laughs> button, brother. Oh my goodness! Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, just like in a wheelchair. Let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> We're rolling. Hey, this uh, is another episode of Across the Tracks podcast, and uh, we're getting into fall a little bit here. Fall and, is coming. Uh, yeah, fall is coming, and so we're we're still on the grind with this uh, podcast thing. So we're here for another episode, and I'm Wayne, and I am Steve. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, yes, sir. We got we're we're gonna cut to the quick and uh, get to what we want to discuss tonight, and uh, uh, move forward from there. Yes, so sir. Yes, before sir. we before we hit our main topics. I know that you and the missus, you and Cynthia, went on a little trip down to Mexico. We did. We yeah, went down how was, to. How was uh, that? It was cool, man. We went down to Cancun, and uh, well, it's well, we're in Cancun, but we're in a place called the Maya Riviera. That was uh, it's a part of Cancun, I guess. Uh, and so we were at the uh, Barcelo uh, Resort. Uh, Barcelo Maya Beach Resort is where we stayed for four days. Uh, we were there on a uh, a group called Power to Exhale. They're out of Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so they sponsor. It's mostly a, a, a group that empowers women. That's what yep. it's, uh, it's. That's their purpose to empower women to, yep. you know, be adventurous and do things, you know, with, uh, you know, with women to empower them to go out and do different things, whatnot. But this particular adventure, you know, guys were invited. There weren't a lot of us there, but we were represented. Yeah. But we went down there. It was Caribbean Fest 2023. Uh, it was a great time. Four days of activities and concerts. Uh, we happened to uh, be able to see um, uh, one of the acts that really, really impressed uh, me. And even though I had heard him and I've been into him for a while, it was King George. Oh, yeah. King That's George. my man. King, yeah. King George was there. <laughs> man, King George put on a great show. Okay. And they had a blues night. So King George was there. Tucker was there. And then they had a reggae, uh, not a reggae, a Zydeco band. But to me, he was more blues than Zydeco. I mean, I've mm-hmm. heard some Zydeco bands, but he was more southern blues than 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 Zydeco. But that the highlight of the night was King George. And King, King George. George put on a great show, man. Yeah. He kept the show rolling, if you know what I mean. He I know. I, King George, he, he can roll. Yeah, he kept it rolling. So. <laughs> Did you talk about Kim? He did. It was it was great, T-T. man. Yeah, it was great. And uh, so he had the women, you know, going crazy because uh, a lot of the folks in attendance, they were from the South. Yeah. Uh, they were from Louisiana, Georgia, Kentucky. Kentucky was well represented. Tons of folks there from Louisville, Kentucky. Hmm. So it was it was really cool to see people walking around with U of L stuff on, and you know they were repping the five hundred two and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we saw that King George that was on Blues Night. Um, Drew Hill uh, was there. So the original members of Drew Hill all came back. 
They put on an outstanding show. Um, we saw T.I. T.I. Uh, came. He did a set. Uh, Kim was there. He did okay. a set, uh, which I really like Kim. Fantasia was there. She did a set. Uh, and to top it all off, Uncle Charlie Wilson uh, oh, shut man. down on Sunday night. And he put on a hell of a show, as always. That's pretty and, cool. Yeah. And then we did some thing. We swam with the dolphins and did a catamaran cruise up and down the coast of uh, of Cancun and pool parties all over the place, food. I mean, it was it was really cool, but it was hot as hell. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. I went through about four or five towels wiping sweat, you know, mm. cuz it was that and I got, you know, you can tell maybe I'm a little clogged up because it was so hot and the humidity equaled the heat. Oh so wow. It was 90 degrees and the humidity was 80%. Yeah. So as soon as you shower, go outside, the humidity hits you. The floors were slippery because all the humidity. Everybody was sweating, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody, you know. So then you go out, you come back into your room in the AC, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is this feels good, but there's a consequence to pay for it. <laughs> and so I paid that consequence. I got a lot of little congestion here from being in hot, coming in the cold, in and out, in and out. So, um, but over and all, it was great. It was a good time. Um, you know, Cancun is great, but, uh, you know, I think this time of the year, I wouldn't go again. I would yeah. not go again. It's just, it's just too hot down there, man. And a couple of people, you know, one lady, uh, on the catamaran cruise, I think she might've got a little bit of heat stroke mm. because they were having to put ice on her neck. She just, she just did not look well. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it was cool, man. We uh, the Caribbean is really the water there is is a gorgeous color of blue, I think. And people, you know, we got to swim. I didn't swim. My wife did. She she swam in the Caribbean or a bunch of people. They parked the catamaran and there was an area where you could swim. Uh, we did the dolphin thing, but that was in a pool inside a uh, aquarium type environment. So but it was real cool, man. Dolphins are real cool uh, mammals. Really mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So we got some pictures. Um, so it was really nice, man, uh, just to get out of the country, get away from the madness and uh, for four days. And, and now we're back in the U.S. of A. All right. Up in Rocky Mountains. I hear you. That sounds great. We may have to may have to look look for that in the future, man. Yeah, she's going again next year. So it'll be Caribbean Fest 2024. But next year it's going to be on a cruise ship. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be on a cruise ship next year, and they're going to Ocho Rios, Jamaica, man. Okay. Yeah, so if you want, if you, like, I think I sent you the link to the her website before. It's Power to Excel, mm-hmm. and you can go out there and see all the trips she has planned for 2024. Again, it's mostly a women's empowerment organization, but, you know, guys are welcome and she made note of that when, uh, you know, during some of the concerts, she, you know, asked all the guys to stand up and thank them for coming, supporting the ladies they were with and whatnot. So it's it's not totally exclusive to the ladies, but it's designed primarily for women empowerment. So which yeah. is cool. Which is yeah. cool. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. Yes, sir. After this is over with, I have to uh, we'll, we'll talk about some uh, some other king king george type uh stars oh, yeah. out there i found i found another one you probably already know about but we'll we'll talk about it after oh, after yeah. we broadcast sounds good my yeah. man all right so what we got going on other all than right. you having well, such a tonight, great time on your uh yeah. on your uh trip to cancun yeah for tonight we're going to talk about uh 
the uh, dimwit senator, I think he's from Alabama. 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 He's blocking military promotions. He's been doing this foolishness for a while now, several months. You know, he's blocking the promotions of the top, some top generals and admirals and stuff uh, over a stance he's taken. And we'll get into that. Uh, we want to talk about Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. <laughs> he escaped being indicted, but I think his behind should have been indicted along with the other 19 people because he was clearly in the wrong for what he did. But he escaped. And we got to talk about Coco Golf. Yep. Uh, we got to talk about Coco Golf, a tennis, 19 year old tennis sensation. She won the U.S. Open last night. And then we're going to wrap it up a bit, talk about Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes. The Buffs. They are rolling 2 and 0. So people are uh, starting to believe uh, in Dion. I know they are out here. So long as he keeps winning, I think he's in good. But. I hope things don't go south, man, because <laughs> folks might get upset and try to run him out of Boulder. So we'll see. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, we want to talk about a couple of rock legends that passed away this week. Uh, the Margaritaville man, Jimmy Buffett and Gary Wright uh, yep. passed on. So that's it for tonight, my friend. All right. All right. Well, let's let's let me kick this off with. Uh, all right. Since he was a football coach. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's talk about. Tommy Tuberville, um, senator from the state of Alabama, who, as you mentioned, wants to have a personal crusade to force the military to basically say that we're not going to allow women in the military to have any medical um, intelligence where they can choose what they want to do with their own bodies, choose their own health, women's health care, and so on. And he is stuck on stupid. And um, for the first time in many, many centuries, uh, probably a century and a half, the uh, there are two military branches that does not have a top person. Mm-hmm. Because he is holding up all promotions um, for the military because the military and the Pentagon does not believe in the same stance that he wants to take. Right. Either you do it my way or you're not uh, uh, going to be allowed to promote anyone. So that's the that's the hill that he decided to stand on and fight on. And the sad part about it is that. The rules in the Senate will allow one person to stop an activity from happening, stop a bill to be launched or stop any appropriations that is uh, in the works. Yep. And he's decided to do that. The sad part, uh, once again, is that there's nobody calling him out on it. You know, uh, our, our friend Yertle, the turtle the absent-minded professor, <laughs> absent-minded <laughs> Kentuckian, you know, he hasn't had the uh, gonads to go after it. nor has Chuck Schumer from no. New York. Nope. So I'm going to put him in the same situation. You got the majority leader of the Senate and the minority leader of the Senate, and neither one of them are doing anything about it. Nope. You know, simply because of traditions that goes on in the Senate. You know, the 
the Senate is supposed to be the upper class part right, of Congress right, and right. the House is supposed to be the lower class part of Congress. So these are yep. the elites and these are the common folk, mm-hmm. basically. And the rules in the Senate are different than in the House. And so the rule is that he can he can do that and no one calls him out. No one's going to call for a vote. That's what I would do if I was right. Chuck Schumer. Right. Just call, call for a vote. Call a vote. Okay. And let the senators vote. Let the senators see who are the members that are against paying people in the military, mm-hmm. promoting uh, military officers and so on. Let them and then they can call them out. The Republican Party is supposed to be the party of law and order mm-hmm. <laughs> and the party of you know, protecting our country, right. and then this fool is doing something just the opposite. Right, right. You know, holding up promotions. Right. Yeah, they, they're all, they always, oh, we love the troops, and is that, your actions say otherwise. You know, your actions say otherwise. I mean, it's affecting readiness, because as you mentioned, the two of the branches of the military right now are without a leader at the top. The Marine Corps has never been without a commandant. And here they are. They don't have a commandant. And the other branches, is, is it the uh, army? Army, yes. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's going to start affecting readiness, man. Yeah, and people who are in those posts, a lot of those folks, they they want to retire. They they can't retire because they may be asked to stay on, which we know mm-hmm. that happens sometimes in the military. Your orders are pushed back. But people, you know, you you've been in the military thirty plus years. You're like, hey, it's time to retire, move on. But you can't because some idiot is holding up the appointment of the next individual that's ready to take your spot. And it's like, again, it's back to this position of it's none of your business, man, what people are doing with their bodies. You are not a woman. okay? it's not what it what what business is it of yours? I mean, that's that's what kills me about these guys. Some on a side note, somebody said something today, man. I saw it on one of the news feeds. Someone was questioning, somebody was making a big issue about it. It's like, why do people care about the marital status of Tim Scott? And and the and the mm-hmm. person's yeah, somebody was <laughs> questioning the marital status of Tim. She's like, why is it any business uh about Tim Scott's marital status? So this this lady said, Well, you know what? If it's none of my business about his marital status, then it why why is it his business and his cronies? Why is it their business to be concerned about what I do with my body? Fair question. Right. Fair question. So, you know, it's none of your business. It's all it's all these people who are on this trim. Abortions are this. It's none of your business, man. Everybody's got to answer for their own actions and they make their own decision. It's none of your business. So he like you say, he's standing on this hill waving his flag because he's upset because the military imbor- Im- Im- reimburses service members when they have to travel to get abortion care. What? It's none of your business, dude. Right. So, yes, I fault Schumer. Uh, call a vote, man. Call a vote. That's all you got to do. Call a vote and let's see who's willing to stand up and support the military. Yep. Call a vote. Yep. That's it. Call the yep. vote. Call a vote. Call a so, vote. Call a so, vote. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So um, since we're talking about senators, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the senator from South Carolina who escaped 
the wrath of Fannie Willis this week because the grand jury that uh, down in Georgia, they chose not to indict uh, Senator Lindsey Graham and about, what was it, about 20 or what, 20, 30 other people? Mm -hmm. I thought they recommend. (laughs) They recommended. Right. And she said that she wasn't going to. Right, right, right. But I'm thinking, man, Lindsey Graham, you know exactly what you did. You called Raffensperger and you were trying to get him to throw out a bunch of mail-in ballots. If you read the the transcript, that's exactly what he was calling to try to get Raffensperger to do. So if that's not interfering in an election process, then I don't know what is. You know, and he's, you know, yesterday he's out there like, you know what, if what what did I do wrong? I'm a United States senator. And if I can't call and inquire about how an election's being done, that's not what you did. <laughs> See, right. you're a liar. That's not what you did. And so he said, I'd do the same thing again. If if the things came up the way, I'd do the same thing. So, I mean, these people, they, they're sickening me, man. <laughs> he so won't I, do the same thing again. No, he won't. No, because yeah. he know he, he got handed a, 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 a what it was it? You got handed a, a, a golden ticket. Yep. Slap on the wrist. You gotta, yeah, you got to slap on the wrist because you know exactly what you did and you know why you did it. Yeah. So you're trying to help your bestest, biggest buddy. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it backfired on you and you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. So, yep. so, but he, he's another one, man. He, he's all over the place, you know, uh, crying all the time. Well, they're mistreating him and blah, man, shut up. Yeah. He, he's a punk too. Yeah. He's a punk ass too. Yeah. He's a punk. He's a punk yep. too. Yep. And, yep. And, and the only reason that he didn't get indicted is that Fanny, um, Willis, Willis, yeah, Willis. Yeah. Said, wait a minute, I already got 19 of these mugs right. in here. <laughs> if I indict him, that's just going to throw, that's going to change my timeline for when to have the other trials and so on. Yep. Yep. So do I let him go? He knows that we're watching his butt mm-hmm. right now. And mm-hmm. um, if we, this, if he does this stuff again, he'll definitely know that he'll be indicted because they right. recommended that him be indicted. Mm-hmm. And I just think that she's got so much on her plate. She goes, I just can't deal with this stupid fool. Right. Right. You know, right. And I mean, you're, a, you're, you're from South Carolina, man. You're the Senator from South Carolina. Why are you meddling in another state's issues? You know, that, that's, that's the thing that got me. You ain't, you're not from Georgia. You don't represent right. the constituents of Georgia, you know? So he, he knew, he knew exactly what he was doing. And he he should like get out on his knees and pray that Fonnie Willis didn't did not indict his raggedy butt. <laughs> He's getting down on his knees, all right. But yeah, he's, you're uh, right. He, 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 he's in Trump is in front of him. That's right. You're absolutely right. That, that's the image of him right there. Yeah, he's on his knees. Mm-hmm. Him and a whole bunch of other folks. A whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he dodged the people. he dodged the bullet. Absolutely. And uh, he should be thanking his lucky stars that she didn't uh, indict his behind for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. You know. Yep. So. Yes, but he'll come crying again, you know, oh, please, yeah. please give five dollars, whatever you can, mm-hmm. you know, go out and donate some go, donate <laughs> some cookies so that he can so that, so that he can get the fair, fair trial. You know, 
<laughs> come go to lindsaydunn.com and and we'll make mm-hmm. sure that he's not going to go to jail. Well, they should yep. take your ass to jail too with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, all of them. They're they're all just they're all just sickening, man. With the way they just, I mean, they just groveled at this dude's feet, man. And I don't know why. I truly yeah. do not know why that. I mean, this guy, he's he's worthless, man. Yeah. But but he's their savior. He's their God. You know, yeah. so well, he's act like one, that's for sure. Yeah, he, yeah. He 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 wants to be a little dictator. That's that's what he wants to be, man. And did you see this? Uh I think it's called Project 2025. Have you seen this thing? I have not seen that. Oh, my gosh, man. You got to go out to the Internet and Google. I think it's called Project 2025. And basically, it sums up if they're able to get Orange Julius Caesar back into the White House, they have a plan to pretty much fire like 50,000 federal workers, replace them with their own people who are willing to be loyal to the to the Orange Julius and mm. do his bidding, basically get rid of the federal government as we know it as it stands right now. Mm. So they pretty much just want to like, we're putting our people in place. So anything he wants done, it's going to get done. Yeah, they, they put out this document, man. Mm. <laughs> and it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It is scary, man, that that these people think this way, man. Yeah, they are so afraid of losing power that they'll yeah. corrupt and yes. steal yeah. in order to keep power. Yep. Yeah. Well, the what was the Alabama Supreme Court was the Alabama Supreme Court uh, kicked out the Republican legislature. They wanted to try to redraw the maps, right? The and take away a, a district of black rep, a district that represented the uh, you know black folks in that particular area. They were going to only have one district representing them, and so they said, "Nope, these maps aren't flying." So, I mean. They're 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 particular, man. They're strategic about what they're trying to do. And it's like it they're not hiding it. You know, mm-hmm. it's straight up in your face. This is what we're gonna do. So um yeah, we see it, man. It's all around us. But I think if you got an opportunity, Google Project 2025. Okay. It is scary that what these people have in mind. If Orange Julius gets back in there, man, we're gonna be in for a hell of a time. Yeah, I, I can they believe say, that. that. That's why I have a passport. He, he, only, he only wants loyalists. <laughs> He's, yeah, that's it. He, they, they, and they pretty much said that. We want individuals. Basically, you have to take a loyalty pledge and whatever whatever the emperor says you must do. I mean, it's, it's crazy what these people want, man. But they're going to basically dismantle government as we know it, as it stands right now. Hmm. So little, little scary, man, going into uh, in the next year, uh, year after. So, you know, the the only thing that could when it when it comes to federal appointees, appointees, the Senate should be able to say, no, we ain't going for that because they still got the filibuster. Right. You know, you're going to get 60 senators. And if, if this project 2025 is he's going to get rid of all these federal people. They have to be appointed. They also have to be approved by the Senate. So I would hope that, you know, if this is out there, they would look into it mm-hmm. and basically say, nope, you ain't being appointed. You're not being appointed. Nope, nope, right. nope, right. nope, right. nope, nope. Right. 
and and so on. You know, well, but I, of course, I, the other thing is that they'll get there and lie. Are you loyal to Trump? No, I'm not loyal to Donald Trump. You know, and then they'll get there and then they'll do what they want. And I hope the Senate doesn't fall for that. Don't get mm-hmm. rope doped. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is scary, man. And it was on the news the other night. Guy was talking about he's like, this is this is crazy that uh, somebody has actually put this in writing and said, if we get in there, guess what's coming? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, man. It is it, it is clear to see that, uh, you know, folks that look like you and I and other folks who have brown and black skin, we we are. uh I don't know, man. We we we're just not wanted here, and it's quite clear that the 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 route that certain individuals want this country to take, and it does not include us. Yeah, and the sad <laughs> part about that is that the people that are doing that, they're just a small number of people. Right. But that small number of people have enough power to do it. That's right. You That's know, right. you got three people. You have a hundred. You have a hundred and three people. Three people are in the minority. And those three people have the power to control mm-hmm. the other one hundred. Yep. Yep, that's it, yeah. man. That is it. Yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. So, All right. So let's okay. let's move on to something a bit more light and happy. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the U.S. Open, man. Tennis. Tennis. Yeah. Coco yeah. Golf, man. She pulled it off, and uh, she won the U.S. Open last night. Uh, in I think, man, I think she. She rocked it all the way, man. Um, I think she what she lost the first set and came back to win the last two sets, I think. Yep. And uh played uh I mean played a great game. And I was hoping that it was gonna be, you know, two sisters in the final. Uh, but Madison Keys wasn't able to pull it off, even though she had that she had that match in her grasp. She just made some mistakes down the end. But Coco Goff, man, I think is the next thing. Um, as far as U.S. women go, I think she is the next. She's it. She's it. I think people are gonna forget about um Naomi Osaka. I just think that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think it's probably already happening. Yeah. Uh, because um Coco is, I mean she's she's the new flavor. She's the new flavor, and <laughs> she. She's I mean, she she plays a great game. Yep. She um, I mean, you can tell that she knows what she wants when she goes out on that court. She's going to lay it out there all on the line. She's not afraid of the media. Uh, I mean, when you see her in the press conferences, she's on it. She's on it. And she, she just speaks of someone far beyond her years, <laughs> you know. Yes. But I love watching her play, man. And I I, I watched all her matches, uh, U.S. Open this time. So, and I, you know, it wasn't, a, you know, I'm not a tennis person per se, but I usually will like if there's a black athlete playing something, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just the fact I'm going to watch. Yeah, I think uh, she just frustrated the hell out of the other lady. Yep. <laughs> the other lady was giving it her best shots, and she goes, damn, she returned that? That's right. Damn, she returned that? Mm-hmm. Damn, how did she get to that? Oh, shit. Oh, God. And she yep. just frustrated her, and then yep. right towards the end of that third set, she just basically just said, there's nothing that I can do right. to beat this right. 19-year-old. There's right. nothing. She's 20. Right. She was 25. Yeah, she was 25. There's, there's nothing that I can yeah. do. Yeah, Sabalinka, yeah. which which she did that to Madison Keys. I mean, she 
I think she she frustrated Madison Keys because she made a lot of mental errors down the stretch. Mm-hmm. She had that match won. And Sabalinka, I think, frustrated the hell out of her toward the end, and she lost her composure. But she didn't do – she can pull that on Coco, man. She hung in there, and uh, I was so happy for her, man, when she uh, when she hit that last shot. That was a great shot, cross-court cross, cross, court, cross court shot to, to yep. win it. Um, but, yeah, she she frustrated the heck out of Sabalinka, man. There was nothing she could do about it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing she could do about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So she she's going to be around for a long, long time, <laughs> you know, at 19. So, so, she's yeah, the third woman ever to win the U.S. Open as a teenager. Right. Yep. Yeah, she is. See, her and Serena. Serena. And, and I forgot who the other uh, one was. Oh, uh, is it uh, uh, Stevens? Sloan Stevens? No. Uh, oh, God. They mentioned it while I was watching the match. Uh, she's like a three-name girl, uh, white girl. I can't think of her name. Uh, I probably should look it up. I can't. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, we'll pull it up. But there's only three three people that have done that, and she's one of the three. Uh, someone that didn't make it a, a big career in tennis. Um, what is her name? Sorry, folks, we're we got a brain fart. Old people, um, that are think trying to trying to figure out uh, who's won the U.S. Open at as a teenager. Um, oh God, oh geez, I can see her face. Now, uh, anyway, I'll have to edit this out of here somehow. Yeah, we'll, 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 have come, to, we'll come. We'll come back yeah, to it. Yeah, unless it pops into our minds here as we go on. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But she won it, and uh, it was fair shot, and she was excited, and uh, she. I like the fact that she said. Uh, you know, you guys were downplaying. You guys were you guys were on my case, and I came back and kicked their ass. Mm-hmm. I just put you. She basically said, "I just put y'all in y'all place. Y'all want to hate on me again? I'm gonna kick your ass again." Yep. You know, that's for sure. And she said she set it up front, and <laughs> it was funny. She said, "Well, can I take the mic? I've got this." <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I got this. You don't hold the mic. I'm the champ. I'm gonna hold the mic. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, we yeah. sit there and watched it ourselves. Yeah, I was quite happy for her, man. I watched uh her match she played uh prior to that, the match, her semifinal match. That was a great match too. So mm-hmm. she she plays a great game, man. Her shot, she's strategic. Uh and she you know, she doesn't look as powerful as she actually is, but man, she lays down some shots, man, and she's able to move all around that court. She's she's very quick. And uh, she's quite athletic where she's able to get the shots like she's not going to get to that. And lo and behold, she, she gets to it. She gets to it. You know? <laughs> and it, it's just fun to watch. So really happy for uh, for Coco Goff. And we're looking for more great things to come. I think the next what's next. Uh, is it the Australian Open next? Mm, so what's uh, the next one? I thought after? Australia was the first one like in February. Okay, somebody's coming up um, after this. 
Yeah, well, I thought Australia yeah. was always first. Was it's just okay. warm down there. Okay, that's in right. Winter flip. time. That's right. Flip. February. That's right. That's right. So yeah, whatever's next, she'll she'll be uh, she'll be you know in the hunt for that. I hope so. Hmm. We'll see. Great things to come. So she's gonna be around. She's not going anywhere. So yep. she yep. is gonna be around for a long time. So yep. Yep. yes, sir. All right, Coco. Congratulations. Yes. If you're out there, girlfriend, give us a call. Come on uh, across the tracks, <laughs> all on, right? Yeah, come on and talk to we'll us. give you an interview. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. speaking of winners, let's shift, the, let's shift to the football field. And uh, since I'm out here in this area, uh, Mr. Primetime. Yeah, the Buffs won again yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dion, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Dion and the, and the crew. Uh, they beat up on Nebraska. I think it was thirty-six to fourteen. So they are two and zero, oh. and so uh, people are like they're starting to believe that. You yeah, know, Deion still Scott, early though. Still early. Still, still early. early. But still the early. first two, the first two uh, challenges, especially beating uh, uh, TCU, that was a big deal because they mm-hmm. played their national championship That's right. game last That's year. Right. Right. And then Nebraska rolled in yesterday. Yep. And I, I will say this, you know, Nebraska was not the best of the Big Ten. No. You know, just because they're in the Big Ten, everybody thinks the Big Ten football is all this. But right, right. Big Ten football, when it comes to playing in championship games and stuff, they hadn't been very good. No, Nebraska you know? hasn't been that powerhouse team for a long no, time. No, Nebraska's been, been down. They, yep. I, I don't think they've had a winning record in the last yeah. three years. It has been a while. Yeah, Nebraska used to be the they used to be it, but yeah, the cream of the crop. Yep, not anymore. So the win was a good one. Yes, but it's one of those things where well they were playing Nebraska, so let's see how they see how they progress on during the season. Yeah, the thing that impressed me the most is Shiloh can throw that damn ball. Now the the quarterback, the son of the quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, that's Shadur. Shadur, Shadur, yeah, Shiloh's yeah. one. It's funny yeah. that they both got personal yeah. fouls back to back. Yeah, yeah, Shadur, <laughs> yeah, Shadur yeah. can throw the ball. Yeah, he's a heck he of a He can throw the ball. Now, the only thing that he's going to have to learn is that he's going to have to learn not to hold the ball right, and wait right. until they're open to throw the ball. Right, right. That's the only. That's the only thing in his game that he has to learn. Yeah. But he's very accurate throwing Absolutely. the ball. Absolutely. But he holds it too damn long. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's lucky he's got a good offensive line mm-hmm. because he's back there for <laughs> five seconds and somebody's gonna break open because mm-hmm. they just they can't you as a DB you can't you can't defend somebody that long. Right, right. And the only times that he got sacked, he got sacked when he was holding the ball too long, waiting for somebody to open. He he needs to get this is the football coach in me. He needs to know how to throw a receiver open mm. throw it to a spot that's not going to get her intercepted but the receiver can get to the ball right right because right now he's waiting until the receivers are wide open and, and getting the ball to him he's gonna to become a professional he's gonna have to learn how to throw the ball to a spot right, right. and um and let them get get the ball you know yeah yeah but yeah, the 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 buffs they're they're rolling. Yeah, they got a big game next week. Uh, Colorado State. Okay, that's, Intel that's rivalry. Is yeah, that at, that's, is that at Fort Collins. They or at play home? in. I think they play in Boulder next week. Okay. 
Yeah, so that's a big in-state rivalry, but I think uh, you know it's always two brothers, always, two brothers coaching. Yep, against yep, one yep, yep. Always a uh, a big game here, uh, Colorado State, Colorado. Always a big game. So, and then after that, they go to I think they play Oregon, Ooh. and then they play USC. Ooh. So Ooh. we will get to see uh, how how good they are, how, how good they, they really are, yes. how good they really are. So right now, folks are like, okay, okay, you know, they're it's a wait and see type thing. Yeah. I think they're going to be on every week. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. someone they're they're going to be on for those people that are the haters of Dion. Yep, they're going to be watching just to see him fail. Yep, yeah, you know. Who's going to be the first one to knock him off and so on, yep. you know, and so yep. on. see how he coaches when the chips are down and stuff right. like that, you know. But, right. uh, you know, the, the, the thing that I, I feel for Dion is I'm just afraid that, man, the way he's limping around, I don't think he's going to be able to keep that leg, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. He you can tell it's it's quite noticeable that, uh, man, you need uh, need something. You need to have that taken look at or something. I don't know. Well, Maybe. there's nothing much they can do. They've amputated three of yeah, his toes on that right. foot. Right. And, you know, they, they – I mean, there's no blood flow down there. So right. he has to go right. through – he has to go through hell every day just to get yep. up and walk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel for him that way, but yeah. – Man, I see that. that yeah. I, I don't know how long he's going to keep it, but I just yeah. see them yeah. amputating on that leg. I hope yeah. they don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hope he's able to, you know, live a long life with that. But, mm-hmm. man, somewhere down the line, that's that's going to be tough. So, yeah. Yeah. but it's, it's not hindering him. No, you know, no, uh, it's not keeping him from coaching, coaching no. up the coaches. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a great staff. Mm-hmm. His, his whoever his offensive coordinator is, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. The way that they're they're getting receivers open and the way they're opening up, I'm I'm looking at it from the coach's perspective. Right. I'm like, man, that was a hell of a read right there. <laughs> I'm like, that's a perfect throw for that situation. There's nothing that the safeties could do, and there's nothing that the corners could do, and the, the ball there's a wide open man right there. Yep. So that yeah. was well designed. Yep. You know. So. Yeah. No, they they look good, man. They uh, they I think they have surprised a lot of people. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like you say, a lot of people are just waiting, you know, because there are a lot of people out there that truly want to see him fall on his face. Right. And uh, there's people been trashing him on social media already. Uh, you, if you go out there and look, Jason Whitlock has written a couple oh, articles God, about that him. Idiot. Yeah, he's written a couple of things about Dion, and it's like, I mean, he's a Trumpster anyway. So yeah, I hell? mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, what the hell? you know, you can't be happy for the man. I mean, that's that's the thing, man. You you know, but he's like, well, Dion's, you know, he's why is he making it always about him and his. I, you know, I, I haven't seen him do that. I think he praises his team, uh, both press conferences. The first the first win, he was he was calling people out like, hey, all y'all people that were hating on us. about Y'all aren't talking now. I don't yeah. I don't hear any of y'all talking now. That was the first press conference yesterday. He gave praises to the defense, coaching staff, whatever. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. Right. Right. So there, there, yeah, my man, he's written a couple articles about Dion, you know, and it's like, dude, give it a break, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, 
Whitlock was one of my fraternity brothers here in Indianapolis. Oh, really? Roommate. <laughs> oh, wow. They, they play they played football for Ball State. Okay. And he was his roommate. And I'm I'd like Todd, what's up with your what's up with your boy Whitlock, man? Oh man. I just don't know what to say about it. I just don't know what to say about it. Wow. He's gone he's gone to the dark side. He's wow. he's gonna stay on the dark side. Wow. You know, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, if you go out there, there's a couple of his op eds about Dion. It's like, come on, man. You know, you just I don't know if you're mad about his success or whatnot and not yours. I don't get it. Well, I'm going to be honest. He's a he is a continuing contributor to Fox News. That's Mm -hmm. all that needs to be said. Okay. that's all that needs to be said. He's on Fox News all the time. So what does that tell you? Tells me a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, hey. I, I was never a huge Dion fan when he played. I mean, you, I respect people's talent, but I was never a huge fan. But it can say, man, we it's not every day a black person gets an opportunity, you know, like he has. And I think, you know, hey, we all root for we all root for the black guy. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, that's yeah. the way it is in the community. You, yeah. you, if you see him out there, hey, I'm rooting for the black guy. We root for the black boxer. We root for the black tennis player. <laughs> yeah. We root for the black hockey player. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, that's True. just how it is. That's how it is because yeah. we know that, like, if we mess up, they're not going to say, well, you know, look, man, blah, blah. they lump all of us into one basket, yep. you know. So that that's why we come out in force and support uh, when we see someone black in something that you normally don't see them in a present. We support them. So, yeah, it's like when we were growing up and we looked at TV and said, look, there's, there's a black person on TV. Yep. Oh yep. my God! Look, there's a black person on TV, yep. and you know it's it's still kind of like that. What you're saying is that we will support them. It's like that's this right. Is, he's a major college football coach. That's came right. From came from Jackson State, you know, right. and, and and went to Colorado. Yep. Yeah, we want him to be successful. We, we want him to be successful because we know what the outcome will be if he's yep. not. Yep. <laughs> you know, we if know what's problem, coming. That's right. It's it's not even. Uh, last hired, first fired. It's just that your ass is fired. That's right. Your ass yeah. is fired, and the, <laughs> and the odds are that another black man or black woman will get another opportunity is nil because they're they're willing to give you that one shot. But if you mess up, nah, we ain't bringing no more up in here. That we know that's how it is. So that's yes. why we root. That's why we root for his success. So yeah. two wins. They rolling. We'll see next week. Big game uh, against the Colorado State Rams. So we'll see what happens, man. If he goes three and zero, folks really gonna lose their mind out here. Yes, Colorado (laughs) State beat Colorado for the first time in many, many years last year. Yep, yep. So he's rare that they beat him. Yeah, he's already improved their record from last year. They, yeah, they won, they won one game last year. <laughs> Believe it or not, last year was the first time that they, Colorado State, beat Colorado since, gosh, I want to say like nineteen, either two thousand nine or nineteen ninety nine. Uh, there's a guy that's on uh, that that comes on MSNBC, Eugene Daniels, brother with the fro. Yeah, 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 him. Yeah. He was the he was on the last team to beat Colorado. Mm. 
Okay. He played at Colorado State. Okay. Until last year. In the yeah, Eugene Colorado. Daniels. Yeah. Eugene that's right. Daniels. Yeah. He was on the last team to beat Colorado State. Wow. Uh, several years ago, until okay. last year. Okay. Until last year. So you, yeah, Eugene Daniels. Yeah. Uh, played for CSU. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, kudos to Dion and the Colorado Buffs. We'll uh, we'll keep watching and uh, keep rooting for his success, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Um, okay. What's, so, what's next on the docket here? The last topic tonight on the uh, this particular episode, we had two rock legends pass away this this week, and. Uh, you know, we have to, I think we need to pay them some homage, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh the first is uh Jimmy Buffett, man. What what's your what's your take on Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> <laughs> he is everybody's party guy. <laughs> you know, he's he's when you think about Jimmy Buffett, you think about parrots, parrot hats, <laughs> uh Caribbean shirts. <laughs> Um, flip flops, being on the beach, mm-hmm. having a great time, just hanging out with with friends, uh, and just um, you know, just having a great beach life. Yep. And that's that's the guy that he was, and he was able to take that and literally grow it into a multi-billion dollar enterprise mm-hmm. yeah you know absolutely but he's the he's the he was the happy performer yep you know if it was 10 below zero outside there would be people in in uh beat shirts and flip-flops and uh uh short pants and uh, just hanging out to support uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville's. Yep. <laughs> uh, he created, um, you know, franchise restaurant yep, all restaurant. across the country, all across the yep. world. Yep. And as a lot of people just think he's, you know, he's just Jimmy Buffett, but he was a, a shrewd businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you we know? were down. Uh, we were in Key West uh, when we were on yep. the cruise. We went to Key West. That was his signature. Uh, his signature restaurant uh, was yep. down in Key West. There, Margaritaville yep. was down there. And so, yeah, um, yeah, great, uh, great man. Uh, like you say, man, he took a novel idea of just chilling and <laughs> chilling on the beach, having mm-hmm. a drink in your hand, and <laughs> turned it into a multi-million-dollar empire. Yeah. And yeah. uh, what, what? I mean, that's the good life. <laughs> yes, you know, that's the good life. Yes. Well, he uh, was seven. Was he seventy six? He was seventy. Yeah, seventy something. Seventy. He's in his seventies. It was right? in his seventies. Yeah. 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 He was in his seventies. But uh, yeah, he uh, a lot of the songs he made, man, were we we were I think uh, Margaritaville came out what in seventy five. Yes. We were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know. So. Uh, I, that, I remember that song like it was yesterday because you used to hear it all the time. Uh, anytime you're on a cruise ship, you hear it. You hear it, yeah. Anytime you, anytime you're in Key West, you hear it. Anytime that you're, if you're on, on a beach in a bar, you're gonna hear Margaritaville. Yep, yep. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. It's it's just one of those. It's one of those songs that goes with the uh, era era. 
area in which lots of fun and beach time is going to be. That's right. You know, and, and lots of people have have copied it, mm-hmm. you know, made their own version. The very first cruise that we went on in 97, they had a, a reggae group that sang Margaritaville. <laughs> this group was called Mega Four. And we got two of their CDs, man. These guys okay. were these guys were good, excellent. As a matter of fact, they were the first group to use to use or to uh create Who Let the Dogs Out. The Baja Men? Before them. Before the Baja Men. Before okay. the Baja Men. You know, okay. the Baja Men sampled Mega Four. Okay. Yeah. And this group, man, I, I still listen to their stuff, man. It's it's okay. real good. And they had a version of Margaritaville that that they sang on on board ship. Hmm. On board ship, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent group. I every I have a summer playlist. Yeah. Mega Four is always on there. Okay. Yeah, always on there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey. So sincerest form of flattery, man, when that's uh, right. when folks wanna you know, duplicate your work. And uh, like you say, man, there's a lot of people that want to, you know, duplicate that Jimmy Buffett style and that free, you know, free, I'm free chilling, <laughs> you know, with yeah. uh, with that beach vibe. So, yeah, yep. yeah rest in peace and rest in power. Your Jimmy Buffett, man. Jimmy Buffett. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Now, let's dream. A, he's probably <clears throat> let's dream a little bit here with the next guy. Who's yeah. That? Yeah, this was another guy, man, was, uh, I think, big when we were in high school, uh, mm-hmm. Gary Wright, man. Uh, he was a composer, musician, had a couple of big hits. Uh, Dreamweaver, I think everybody yep. knows that song. But the but the song that I think we, I don't, I, you probably remember, we jammed this song at a lot of parties, man, was Love is Alive. <laughs> yes. We, man, we jammed that at a lot of parties, man. And yep. uh, again, this white dude was, was bringing this vibe, man, that was like, man, this is a tight song, man. Yep. But he was 80, and, uh, you know, he's primarily known for those two songs. Right. But I love his music, man. You hear a lot of his music now, especially Dreamweaver on the Yacht Rock type. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you hear it on Yacht Rock type uh, formats. But uh, to me, that's good music, man. You know, him, Christopher Cross, those type of guys. You know, it's that just, just laid back, just chill type music, man. So. That's yeah. why they call it Yacht Rock. They call it Yacht Rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah. he, gosh, he's been around a while. He, oh, he yeah. played with, gosh, uh, I think he played with Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Um, I think he played with BB uh, King. I think he did some. I think he did maybe two or three George Harrison albums with him. You know, um, Ringo. I mean, he he played with a bunch of people, yep. you know. So um, yeah, Gary Gary Wright. That and, and to me, his signature song was Dreamweaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yep. that was it. Everybody know, and, and, and yeah. even when it starts. Yep. You know the start of it. As soon as you hear it, like there comes Dreamweaver. There comes because Dreamweaver. Because it's unique to itself. <laughs> it's unique. Yes. It's unique. And that's that's we we talk about that all the time on this show, man. It's like we have the type of music. It was unique. Everybody had a unique sound. 
And so you you knew certain songs when the first note dropped, you knew what it was. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and Dreamweaver is one of those songs, man. Right. It's one it's one of those songs like you like, oh, yeah, man, here it comes. So I, I yeah, I, I like Gary Wright. Love Gary Wright's music. Uh, he's he's on my playlist. Uh, my yep. playlist I got. He's in there. So, uh, you know, again, we, uh, you know, we keep losing these uh, these legendary musicians, man. Uh, you know, I don't know if you listen to Smash Mouth a lot. I mean, <laughs> you listen to Smash Mouth? <laughs> Not too often. OK, yeah. So Smash Mouth, the lead singer of their group, died. Steve, Steve Harrell. He okay. died. Also, he died. I think he died the same day or the day after uh, Jimmy Buffett did. Hmm. But I, I like Smash Mouth, man. They were a quirky group. <laughs> they were a quirky group. Uh, but their their big song is All Star, which they did for um, what's the kitty movie they had All Star in? I can't remember which movie it is. But that mm-hmm. that was like everybody got into Smash Mouth based because based up because of that song that they did in this uh, this kid movies uh, the soundtrack on this one kid movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, but they've got All Star. They've got they did a remake of I'm a Believer that the Monkees did back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a lot of good songs, man. A lot of good songs. But the guy has a distinct voice. He has a very distinct voice. And uh, but he passed this week as well. So, uh, you know, rest in peace to him as well. So we're losing a lot of these guys who are, you know, musicians, man, because, uh, you know, now it's it's just too much computer. Uh, what you don't see a lot of bands anymore. People actually playing instruments there. They're becoming few and far between. Yes. Yeah. Few and far between. Back so. in the 70s, if you were a band, you played your instruments. Yeah, that's right. Yes, even, even we we call this all the time. Even the Gap Band played instruments. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, even Cameo, all the Cameo, they all started off playing instruments. That's right. That's right. You know, they they branched out afterwards and had people to start playing their music for them, but they all started off as musicians. Yep. Playing in the band. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. Okay, that's that's yeah. that's this been a good good topic tonight. Some topics it tonight. Has. So, yeah, you know, yes, sir. Another, we just you know talk about things that come up during the week. We may do something in the spare of the moment, and uh, we just love. We I think we love doing this. Oh yeah. You know, we find some time to sit and chat, and you know we 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 have this podcast from eleven hundred miles apart, and we put mm. it together and. Get it out to folks, and hopefully, there's something that we can do that can spark a little laughter or just something to discuss. There's not yes, much sir. more to it than that. We just yeah, like right. doing it. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, say what's on our mind about a particular topic, and you know, let it be what it's gonna be. That's right. <laughs> let it be. Yeah, yeah let, let me make a make a correction my man's name is is steve harwell i think i said harrell but it's steve harwell so okay steve I, harwell still yeah so I, yeah smash mouth man they they were a 90s group they were mm-hmm. in the 90s but a lot of good songs man uh they, they're a quirky group but a lot of good songs man so i got i got them in the rotation too man so i i was surprised when i heard that he had passed because he's got a unique voice you know okay. and he was he's the lead singer of the group so i'm not sure you know what's going to happen to to them going forward uh if they're going to replace him or they're going to keep recording or whatnot not sure but yeah 
Yeah. Hell, if they can replace Eddie Kendricks, they can replace him. Hey, that's right. <laughs> Our David Ruffin. David Ruffin. Yeah, anybody's replaceable. Anybody's yeah. replaceable. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll make it work. Yeah, they they'll will. Make it work. They will. Yeah, you they know, will. They'll bring somebody in. They brought in yeah. Michael. The doobies brought in Michael McDonald. Look what that's it did right. for them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, we yeah. always talk music. And we, we always, always we always, we always <laughs> do. Yeah, we always find a way to get it in. <laughs> All, All right. right, my friend. Yes, sir. That is well, all we have for this particular episode. Yeah, yeah. And for those folks out there, I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm going to sign off by saying Chiliamo Dopo. And I will say sayonara till we meet again. Till we meet again.